of the morning to you, Cisa. You smoothie, me ice cold pizza. Cafe, ole, latte, da. You do the Zumba, but I do not. Give me like half a marathon. I'll give you the gospel of St. John. It's been like the wake up on. Cause we both know that it's mercy flows in the morning.
morning, people. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Somebody say, it's the blood. It's the blood. If you would learn how to plead the blood over your family, if you would learn how to plead the blood over your children, you would see a transformation like never before. Somebody just say, the blood. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Come on, this is the stuff we used to do for communion. Yeah. These are the songs that carried us. It washes the wine. Come on, sing it like it's Sunday morning. Say, oh, the blood. Yes, Lord. Oh, wherever you are. 
Good morning, Dr. Erica, and good morning, Tedline. Let us prepare our hearts and minds this morning to partake, and let us remember that his blood never fails. It's unchanging. It's everlasting. He carried all our sicknesses and diseases, our burdens, our grief, and our sorrows to the cross. Let us leave them there and not take up again to carry what he has already borne in his own body. Receive the joy of the Lord. (laughs) It's your strength. His blood bought us. In him we are saved, healed, and delivered. Let us hold fast until he comes. 1 Corinthians 11 23 through 26. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus the same night in which he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he brake it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. It's finished. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Amen. Minister Hill. All right, I'll catch you in a minute. Yesterday, there were a lot of you that had uh, testimonies. And uh, our time got short. 
You see, brothers and sisters, it was important to me. Thank you, Lord, for the blood this morning. To to have this ten mile working um, as close to perfectly as I could get it, because remember, I have a I have a TV format that's coming up, which we've had a long time. We just uh, we we are we are podcasting through Roku, but we just aren't using our um, video. And I also want to come on uh, uh, at least five days a week other programs um, from some of you headliners that I know that are gifted. So all that was in the plan, and that's why the devil hit it like he did. But like I told you, I always fight back. So I knew that thing could not stand. It just absolutely could not stand because we had too much to do. So um, it's, it's, it's better, 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 better. But that e- other equipment that I wanted, it'll be here. It was shipped yesterday. Um, Jose's equipment won't be here till August. I mean, yeah, August. But anyway, everything is in the process. And the devil just tried to uh, stop it. So we don't we don't murmur and complain too much. We just get the job done. And um, so, as you can hear this morning, it's almost done. As you can hear this morning, I should be coming through loud and clear. And you won't be hearing those, uh, I don't know what those those bump things or whatever. But um, we're almost there. I'm not, you know, it ain't quite completely there yet. So if you have a testimony that you were going to give yesterday, I think I need to hear some more of those because I need to make um, something with some testimonies on it for the towns we're going into. I'm still, my goal, my goal is still all 50, all 50 states. And I mean, that devil went crazy when I said that. But nevertheless, the word of the Lord came to me about that. And it can't be, it can't be stopped. That's what I'm telling you. It can't be stopped. It won't be stopped. It can't be stopped. Because that's God's plan. And that's according to his purpose for this ministry. See, I can only speak for this ministry. But uh, I'm going to do a teaching. I'm doing a lot of teaching, as a matter of fact. But I'm not going to overwhelm myself by any stretch of the imagination. But I don't think some of you understand covering and covenant like you should. Like you're going to, let me put it that way. And some of you going to see why you missed out on some stuff. 
because you weren't in covenant and you weren't. Don't get me wrong. Nobody knows any any more than I do about Jesus as our covenant. But I have learned that on this earth, Jesus has given us dominion. And we have to utilize that dominion to bring about God's best for us. So if you had that testimony from yesterday, and I'm so happy, you know what, Juliet, I think that I need Dalbert to understand he got he got one of the best sisters in the whole wide world. You hear me, Juliet? Your brother <clears throat> has one of the best sisters in the whole wide world. Because I don't know a lot of sisters and brothers will lay down their life for their own biological brother. Some of them won't even lay down their life for their own biological kids, not left a brother. But me nor Tedline would have been able to have been instrumental in his life if it had not been for you, his sister, who loves him. And brothers and sisters, I know some of you don't know what that kind of love uh, feels like. But I want to try to help you get that because that's what you commanded to share with your brothers and sisters in Christ. That's that Zoe that God kind of loves. So I want you to I got a call, especially um, Miss Smith. If you would, I don't know the last four on your number. If you would go, and I don't even know what your testimony is. I just know that you weren't able to give it yesterday. And the Lord, I feel like I need to hear it, whatever, whatever it is. I think this is uh, Miss Smith from Arkansas, I believe. So if you would give me the, the last four on your number and, and dial into the blog talk, I'm going to put you on the air. But you know what I want you all to do with me right now? I just want you to celebrate. This is my favorite celebration song here. I want you to celebrate with me. I feel the deadline. I can feel through the deadline. Won't you celebrate with me this morning? Not full victory, but I'm happy and grateful to whatever level of victory that uh, we walking in. Because I know the devil is defeated. And I know the devil tried to take some ground. But I know God stopped the devil. God intervened and handled what I couldn't see. So I'm I'm so grateful. How about you? Everybody likes to take a holiday. Everybody likes. 
and led them to the Lord. Right there on Waterfall Street. In the name of Jesus. Brother Frank, this one is for you. And I've been praying for Chad. 
And I saw in a dream one day last week where Chad got, got up and went through deliverance. Praise but God. But anyway, um, I'll start with this, and I'll make it quick. When you gave us the book, The Just Shall Live by Faith, I thought I had all the faith in the world, but I had none. I had none. And the enemy was having his way with me every single day. Since like 2000, I'd say 14, I've just been tormented and oppressed by the enemy. And whenever I would go and get in these lines, people would tell me, oh, I see a millionaire, and you got all this money, and you're this and you're that. I couldn't see how that would be possible. But when I read that book, The Just Shall Live by Faith, something, faith came. And I've been standing against the enemy, and he's been mad. But mm-hmm. at any rate, long long story short, a couple of things you said about two, almost two weeks ago, the devil was mad. The enemy is mad, like he's going crazy. And I know mm-hmm. some people probably won't be able to understand my testimony. But okay. I had been going, I had been, uh, we were on the line one morning, and you said somebody had been hit and that it was pretty bad. And I had been hit in my shoulder. I was sitting there at my desk at my table when the enemy came and started penetrating my shoulder. And then one night I felt something hit my head. And ever since something hit my head, I had a spirit of anger. And I didn't know where it was, what was going on. But I started feeling anger towards you, and I didn't understand why. And all these thoughts would go through my head, and I would pray against them. I would cast, you know, uh, cast down the thoughts or whatever. I never mm-hmm. spoke them, but it was like I was in a spirit of anger. Mm-hmm. And finally, a couple of weeks ago, well, no, just last week, I took my dog outside. But before I went outside, it was like the devil was trying to provoke me to anger. And I said, no, I'm not going that way. You're not going to use me to mm-hmm. do that. I took my dog outside, and Dr. Erica, pit bulls, two pit bulls came from nowhere and cornered us. And one came into my dog, and they got into, you know, they got into a fight. And I had to release the leash because it was short, and I wasn't sure if they wanted to try to get me, and I didn't want them to get her. So I Uh went and found a stick, and the dog came over to me, and we came inside. So that didn't prevail against us. But here's the other thing. You wrote a book called The Spirits Are Subject Unto You. Oh, my God. I've been wanting to read that book, and Jessica sent me that book almost uh, probably last year, about November. I could never read that book. I tried, but I could never read that book. It was like it was too, it was like the words were too small, and in my, on my desktop, it was just impossible for me to read. And I wanted to print it off, but I couldn't afford it. Every time I went to Office Depot, it was like $20-some dollars to print that book out, so I didn't do it. But here's the testimony. I had a dream around 2012 to 2014 that I was driving through warfare with my son. People were shooting at us with all kinds of guns and Uzi's. And the fire was aimed directly at us. And I remember seeing the face of a man that I knew, but he got left behind. And my son and I, we managed to escape the warfare. 
and we drove to safety without a scratch. That same man or that spirit had been showing up in my dreams ever since that time, sometimes torturing me. It was like we were living together, and he was ruling over me. At one point in in a dream, we were outside, and I got a glimpse of the rooftop, and it was clay with alter, like alternating maroon and black tiles. Mm -hmm. But I was looking at TV one day, and there was this house in Africa that had the same kind of roof. So I knew something was going on there. But I had requested a copy of the book, Spirits are Subject Unto You. And you came back about a month ago. I tried to pick the book up again. Okay? You came mm-hmm. back the mor- like during the morning broadcast, and you encouraged somebody to read the Spirits are Subject Unto You. And you said, had they read it by now, they would have gone to the next level. And I tried to read it in the computer again, but it just didn't work for me. So about a week ago, I was cleaning off the table in my office, and there was a notebook, and I didn't, under, I didn't know what was in the notebook. So when I opened it, the book, The Spirits of Subject Under You, had already been printed, and was three hole punched in the notebook, and I don't even remember when I did that. So hmm. I started reading your book. I fasted last this past Saturday. And I went through the deliverance portion. And by that Saturday night in my dreams, there was a mechanic who showed up in my dreams. He was fixing my car, and when it came time to pay, I noticed in the dream that my debit card had a fold along the scanner part, which was the seat. So I told him that it may not scan. After Sunday service, I took a nap. Somebody sent a swarm of flies. Okay, but strength Mm -hmm. was there, and I prayed against the flies, and I sent them back. At Mm -hmm. another point, they sent me a dream with a pair of black baby shoes. I canceled Mm -hmm. all the dreams, and I refused to let them shake me, okay? Mm -hmm. There was a dream where somebody even asked me for the name of your ministry. And I I remember telling them that it was Jesus Believers Church and that you were out of Atlanta, Georgia. But I was in some kind of meeting. I didn't even understand what that meeting was. And Mm -hmm. I started to call you, but I didn't want to go there. I just decided to pray because my faith had been there for prayer lately. Mm -hmm. So at any rate, um, I canceled the dream. And by Sunday evening, I finished the book, The Spirits are Subject Unto You. That night. I dreamt that my son and I were in this house with that man. But he, the man was in the back sleep. And I was able to find my keys and my purse. And my son, we got outside. And there were several cars parked outside this man's house. And I found our car that reminded me of the car in that dream back in 2012-14. And we were able to get in it and leave. And as I was coming out of the dream, a spirit came out after me and touched my back. And I don't know what tried to penetrate my back, but I woke up and I coughed and I did everything you've been teaching us to do to get deliverance. And so I I went through the deliverance until I felt like something broke in the spirit. That very Mm -hmm. next morning when I took the dog outside, there were dead locusts on the top of my car. Whoa. Okay, this is the last thing. Okay, mm-hmm. you know it yourself. I've been fighting some witches in town, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I got to when I got to work Tuesday, 
this guy you would think was one of my friends. He got up and he said, and I'm not okay, and I won't. I'm not a racist, but he's white. Not that that makes a difference. But he got up in the middle of the room and said he had changed his name to something like Mwanda or something, Mwamba. <laughs> and so he said, Mwamba? And he said, yeah. And so I just started Googling Mwamba or Mwamba, whatever it was he said to see what it meant. And so I told him, why would you want to change your name to that? Okay, because it meant a hot, it was a hot spot for the coronavirus. This no. man came all the way. This man came all the way over to my desk and touched me like he had no reason to touch me. We're all in quarantine. We're all, you know, sick social distancing. So uh-huh. when that man touched me, I knew he was up to something because I think that man. I know that man was sent by the witches to work in that building to get to me. But when mm-hmm. he touched me and had no reason to touch me, I got in. Something rose up in me. I got up, and when I started going after him, he started running. But I hit that man. I hit that man in his back, Doctor Erica, and I told him he take his coronavirus back. <laughs> but ever since that time, something has broken in the spirit for me after reading those two books, and God has given me prayers that are challenging these witches. And they Thank don't you. like it, but that's okay because now it's my turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. And when I left your broadcast the other day, I heard something. I had been that person. I had been that person that was kneeling outside the temple, waiting on somebody to come by and heal me and deliver me. But God spoke to me that morning, and he said, I've been waiting on you to receive your healing and your deliverance. So, Dr. Erica, I don't care what the devil says. I'm free. I'm free. I am free. And I thank God for the deadline. And I don't care who you are, but if you hang in there with Dr. Erica, if you hang in there with Jesus, and yes. if you hang in there with Dr. Erica and the Ted Line, you will get free.
Good morning, Dr. Erica, and good morning, Ted Line. Um, I'm trying to think what all could I say this morning. So let me just start here. One of the biggest... Where are you from? Uh, Who is this, please? This is um, uh, Deborah from Arkansas. Okay, Deborah from Arkansas. Go ahead. Yes. When I first... I had someone... Uh, that's a friend that referred me to the TED line. Um, when I came to the TED line, I was just filled with fear, and I knew that my life had been under attack by witches. I knew that because I walked around all the time feeling suppressed, depressed, and oppressed. Now, mind you, I'm a minister, and I, uh, I'm yet ministering, um, praying, pressing through, because I knew that um, as God gave me words to speak, I had to be obedient and preach. But yet I did not preach with a freedom that I knew that uh, I hungered for. And there was a freedom that I yearned for. Well, I started uh, listening to the TED line. And um, it blessed my life because it helped me to know that the word of God is true. So many times I've, I've listened to the word, I've sat under the word, and not only just sat under it, but if the word of God said that you could, if you could pray for the sick and they shall be healed, I would want to go out and do that. But then I was around a lot of people that thought it was weird of me to want to do ministry according to the word of God. So one of the greatest things um, that is taking place in my life is to know that the word of God is true. What the word of God says you can do, you can do it. Uh, through, Dr., um, through the teaching, um, I've, been just, I've become uh, empowered to, to preach the word of God. I can preach now with a greater boldness. But one Praise of the God. greatest things that was on my life was fear. I would I would I would minister, but it would be under a spirit of fear. And you could feel the witchcraft even coming against me, oppressing me. But I have learned how to pray bolder. But the biggest thing, I think, is is overcoming that fear, knowing that spirits are subject unto me. It has caused me to, um, one of the greatest transformation that, that is yet happening is me drawing closer and closer to God and uh, speaking boldly that Jesus Christ is Lord in my life. He's not just Savior, but he is Lord in my life. Uh, My life has gone through a great transformation. Every time, uh, whatever it is that you teach on, I enter right into a place of belief, and I receive that deliverance. It doesn't take me all day because I do believe. And you're talking about a blessing. Uh, God is not through with me yet. I thank God for this headline because my life is not the same. My spiritual walk is uh, in such a greater place. My faith, oh, God, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you. My faith 
if the word says it, I believe it, and it is so. So I thank God for the uh, for this headline. I thank God for you too, sister. Being a believer, being a believer. I'm coming back, and the next call is four zero seven four. About maybe a month ago, 
God's sake, and I always kept it by my bed, read that book. I opened up the book, glory to God. I began to read this book. Oh, I, I couldn't let the book in to read the book. And everything has changed since I read that book. After I read that book, God wakes me up early in the morning to talk to him. And after I read that book, that's when he told me to read Revelation on the radio. I mean, not the radio, on Facebook. Just read it. Glory be to God. I did it. I was reluctant, but I did it. Hallelujah. Yesterday, I I, I woke up and it was like, I'm going to keep God on my mind all day long. I'm going to be with you, Jesus. I'm going to tell you something. He kept me in perfect peace all day long. And everywhere I went, there was favor. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And then I come home from work one day, got a letter from Chase Bank. And I started to throw it in the trash because I said, I ain't never dealt with Chase Bank. Holy Spirit said, open it up and look in it. I looked in it. And it sent this letter for me to fill out, have notarized. We have this money. We want to send you this money. Because if you don't send for it, we're going to put it in the state thing or whatever, unclaimed money. And I said, that devil going to try to take my little bit of money, make me jump at this. So I laid it down and went on about my business. And the Lord said, read that letter again. So the next day, which was yesterday, I called the bank. And I, I called it in Dallas, Texas. The lady said, give me your name. I said, I'm not giving you my name. I'm going to give you all information on this letter. And you can pull up whatever. She said, well, I need your name. I said, that's okay. I'll find a branch here and go there. So I went to the branch yesterday, yesterday. And the lady said, Miss Carter, we can't find nothing on you. I said, okay. Thank you, baby. She said, well, can I get a copy of this? I said, well, you can have it. It ain't going to do me no good trying to take my money. So I went on about my business. I was going to pay a bill. God is paying off the bill. Honey, the lady called me. She said, Miss Carter, that's not fraud. I said, it ain't. She said, no, ma'am. She said, you overpaid somebody in 2017, and they sent you a check, and you never cashed it. I said, never cashed it. She said, I'm sorry to bring you back in. I said, honey, for that, I will come back in, no problem. <laughs> and I'm telling you, things have been happening, and I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm that. I read that Spirit, the discerning, and God, we, the discerning of spirit, glory be to God. Because a lot of times when you, you're not seeing what you're looking at, it really ain't what you're looking at, what you're seeing, glory to God. God is something, y'all, I'm telling you. Read the word, something tells you, you ain't nothing but the word of God. Read that book. Read that book. He's teaching me how to sit down in heavenly places. Glory be to God. We always tell I'm walking in the spirit. Sit down. And he's teaching me how to sit it down. Glory to God. I thank God for this ministry. I All things work together for the good. This corona is working together for our good. No matter what's coming down the pike, no matter what they're short of, God's got plenty of whatever they're short on. I am, and I'm telling you, God is saving family members. He's bringing them in. He's humbling them. Glory be to God. I thank God for this ministry. And I thank God for those books. And I sure would like to get that other book. And I praise God this morning. Amen. 
<laughs> Praise God. Uh, you can get it from Jessica. Uh, Jessica sent out stuff. I don't know what exactly what, but I know it's all it's it's always perfect where it's supposed Ooh, to be. I'm gonna open up. Zero, zero. Yes. Praise God. Praise yes. Lord. Hallelujah. You know what? Unplanned, unexpected money. And you yes, see, yes, Jennifer, yes, Jennifer hallelujah. R. mentioned that yesterday. She said, ever since you sent that letter out and it went over the airwaves, my prayers that were on that letter are being answered. Yes, and on yes. that letter, we used, what did God use? A dollar. I think it was a dollar. Yes. That dollar went through the yes. airwaves. Oh God! Stay in faith. Zero zero seven eight. You next. <laughs> Hallelujah! Glory. Christmas in July. <laughs> yes, God bless you. 
Listen, I I wanted to just go over my life in your ministry real quick. Okay. Uh, I, I was I was listening to you about the time you were getting ready to move to Dalton, mm. and you were tired and worn out, and, and you could hear it on your broadcast. I've I've listened to you on Shannon previous now, and then uh-huh. compared, and 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 you're your old self again now. Yeah. Uh, you went through a period, and, and, the, and the Lord just said, he told me, he said, that's the place you need to be. And that's the first time I had heard from the Lord in probably 15 or 20 years. And, and it was a big, long, dry spell. And, but now then, you know, I've got that connection back with Praise the Holy God. Spirit. And uh, there, there's just been miracle after miracle that have happened. And uh, one is, is during this time, my wife was uh, in a job. She It was a, a good job uh, in a pharmacy. She was a, a administrator, and but there was a person there that was jealous. One of the one of the uh, head people. Now she was she was a, a, a administrator for the head of the pharmacy, but she still. Uh, was getting all this pushback from this other person is even tried to get her fired and she's got like 30 something years, you know, in there. So she mm-hmm. started looking for another job in within the hospital and she did some interviews and, and it didn't work out. I said, don't worry about it. You know, it's not the right job. It's not the right time. God has something better for you. Well, she, she accepted a, a, another job uh, eventually and uh, after being in that job about six months her boss had had a uh, a sickness in her, her mother's and she had to go back to Florida so that left Debbie without a uh, without somebody to report to so she took over taking care of two people at the same time kind of and within about four months a lady came to her. It was, I think, as a personnel person, and said, "Would you be interested in a job with so and so?" Well, she said yes, and so they moved her to this new position uh, without even going through the uh, application process and stuff. They just said, we'll, "We'll put you over there as a special project." Well, Debbie now works for the head. Uh, Catholic Health Services Hospital Network, which has been combined combined with Baylor College of Medicine in Houston at the Texas. uh, And then there's some some stuff. It's nationwide. It's about the third biggest hospital network in the country. But she's now administrator for the whole state of Texas. Wow. So she left the hospital, and now then she's up. They gave her approximately $1,000 a month raise, and she is at Thank the top you. of her scale already. Thank Not you, only Jesus. that, she got free parking, which is about <laughs> another $180 a month. <laughs> and uh, it just keeps going on and on. And then me personally, I lost my mom, but she she was 89 years old, so, you know, it was time. And we had been paying 
you know, a couple of thousand a month in a nursing home. And I just said, well, you know, there's not going to be anything, you know, left. You know, 40 years ago, I thought I would have had some retirement, you know, or some something from that and my mm-hmm. dad's death. But lo and behold, uh, there was some money that came in. And then I, I've got news for you. I've got some more coming. And I'd like to go ahead and donate $1,000 toward your airways ministry on equipment. Great. Uh, oh, well. wow. You know what? And go ahead. I don't know. It's just I'm, I'm, God just God just got me with a special, special, special. I like working with God's anointed. I do. I like working with God's gifted people. I do. It's hard. It's hard. But, man. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you, Wes. Thank you. And also, I have a printed copy of of uh, the spiritual subject to you uh, that I can send out or send to y'all to send out. It's already printed. Oh. No, you keep so, it. You, you just keep it. We got some, and and, and I don't okay. even know. I don't even know the booklet that um, um, the first person was talking about. I don't know, Jessica. Could you come on here and tell me? It's called. I know I did. I wrote it. Justified by faith. Do you have that? Have you sent that out, or did, you, or did she get that while she was here? I may have given that to her while she was here. Um, did, did Jessica send you that book, Renee? No. Uh, yeah, she did. That was a particular weekend you had, I think, a couple of people sending me books. Okay. And it was okay, either so, Jessica or the other person. Okay, okay. Jessica, do you have that justified by faith? If you don't, you don't um I can send it back to you. I can find it in my email and send it back to you. Send it to Jessica so she could send it out. Okay. I know some people gonna call it after you mentioned it. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, Wes, I just want uh, to get that out. Yeah. Go ahead. And and also yesterday I ran across an article about some some uh uh Witch dying somewhere or some head of a church, and and so I I shot a a note over to Jessica, and she said uh, something about, it. and then she gave me the information of one of your shows with Shannon's on the the uh, fish uh, the fish uh, whisper, whisper. Mm-hmm. yes. So I listened to that yesterday. So I, I haven't touched the demonic side of anything yet. And so I'm just starting to open my eyes. I was kind of, you know, more or less uh, just wanting to strengthen myself, you know, really mm-hmm. good before I dove into something else. But it, I need to know and be able to recognize, you know, some of this stuff a little better. So I'm going to try to to find the follow-up to the one I was listening to yesterday. But uh, that blessed me, too, uh, just knowing some of that information that's in that. Now, the Fish Whisperer got a church 
at the fish camp <clears throat> where he preaches right. and he don't whisper the fish anymore. <laughs> it does. You know, Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. Well, that's that's what I was digging for, you know, you know, because you were going to go on, you know, more and more uh, with that. But I, I have been just really, really blessed. Uh, uh, I have kind of retired. I do high-end landscape lighting, and, and I went in and, and the last couple of months and did a, an upgrade to a backyard that was, you know, a few thousand dollars, you know, extra. So I can't complain. I mean, the Lord has taken care of me in an extra special, you know, way. But Thank I feel God. right now that I can I can do more through giving to your ministry. You touch more people. So I, uh, with the COVID and stuff, I think, you know, it's important to support the airways. Thank and you. So that's that's a burden on my heart. Thank you, God. Thank you. Okay. I see, I see a couple more people. I don't know if I can get to them, but uh, let's try this one right here. Eight three three one. I just opened your mic. That's Nadia. <laughs> oh, Nadia! Praise the Lord. Yes. Um, yesterday we had, you had brought up restoration and the Lord had to stop me yesterday and really remind me of kind of where I came from, like, I guess, because in quarantine, it's kind of easy to keep on thinking in circles, like when, what you're doing right now and where you are right now and that, oh, when it's over, you need to do this and you need to do that. And then the Lord was like, okay, slow down really quick and like think of where you came from. And you reminded me when I started the TED line and where I was and everything that he had just brought me through and it was hardships and then more. And he just brought me through all of that. And he answered prayers that only he heard from me. And it would just made me so grateful. And he reminded me late last night when I was in the middle of painting and I said, wow, God, that makes me so grateful for where I am today, even during all of this, because I had forgotten that I had started from where I started from, and it was really hard, and I was in high school still, and that was even harder, and now he's brought me to where I am today, and I'm just so grateful for that, and he just reminded me just because I didn't see everything happen instantly, that didn't mean that he didn't hear those prayers and he didn't answer those prayers because it years later, I'm still here and this whole ministry has just really helped me and turned my life around. Really? <laughs> Nadia, how old yes, are ma'am. you? How old are I am 18. You? <laughs> <laughs> Nadia, I praise God for you because you sound like a, like somebody that's done live long and live hard. Oh. <laughs> I'm glad God turned your life around, Nadia. Yes, ma'am. Yes, and ma'am. I'm glad you're 18 years old. Praise God. Yes, yes, praise God.
Thank mm-hmm. you. 